0: listen and stream the only talk radio freedom, freedom 106.5 for the only talk that matter welcome to police and New. another segment that we another episode of it today is actually thursday smack dead in the middle of the month it is the 15th of the sixth month of the year 2023 and not 1962 I want to say good afternoon to my good friend uh sergeant jc small and we are being joined good afternoon serge what's up buddy
1: i good. What's up?
0: Greetings from Nice. How was the weather good. forecast on your end of
1: the woods, man? Good, man. Good weather. Good weather on this side. Go on us.
0: Good. And we have a special guest in studio with us today, Um, Stefan Alfred, who is the leader, community liaison officer attached to the community oriented policing section. And we're expecting Susie. Uh, yeah, what's up, um, Mr. Alfred, sir? All right. If so... How the weather? Everything cool. Alright. And of course, we have, well, we also have joining us would be um Suzette Kelly, Clark, attached to the Toko Police Station and leader of the Toko Police Youth Club. Um also when Can it comes to up, Oh hi, good afternoon. Also, when it comes to Stefan, he's the leader of the Matlot Police Youth Club as well. These are the individuals that are on the panel this afternoon that are good. I'm going to allow you guys to to Speak and tell me a bit about yourselves and the areas that you're operating out of. Um, we're going to talk along the lines of the pushbacks you would get from residents, how you was able to infiltrate, get into the, get into the area, uh, make a positive impact. You know, I'm curious. You don't get you don't hear much crime, and at least I I know I won't be missing. I you know if I live on a different planet, but you don't hear nothing bad, pussy, much that I could talk about within recent times in my memory. Coming out of Matlot and Toko. I don't know. So, um, I'm going to kick things off with Suzette, ladies' first man. So, Suzette Kelly, Officer Kelly, attached to the Toko Police Station. You are the leader of the Toko Police Youth Club. You want to tell me a little bit about that?
2: Hi, good afternoon, yes. And thank you for having me on the program.
0: Mm -hmm. Welcome.
2: So, I have been... uh attached to the toko police station for about six years and i attached wait, wait. to suzette, the
0: suzette. police club for about
2: five Su- of those suzette
0: i, I know you yes davy you do yes i know suzette i hear any yes. voice and i know saying but wait 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 toko suzette
2: yeah what going on yes. you're good
0: Yes, I am. I am, but what <laughs> chopping is I WPC Suzette
2: <laughs> Kelly Clark?
0: I know. I ain't gonna tell you how I know you, I ain't gonna tell them how I know you, but I know you're. Yeah, don't, don't, nah, nah, nah. don't say it.
2: No,
0: don't say my bread, Johnny, all right?
2: Um,
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna say, but hey, maybe hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yehina, we don't sell pies, <laughs> then we <Inside> figure <joke>. it out already.
0: Hey, 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 yeah, he now we don't sell pies. <laughs> all right so um Ma- Suzette good to hear good to hear you man it's been a minute since we spoke and i'm happy to know that you're yeah. wrong and stuff you know um so te- uh, you were telling me about the toko police youth club i'm listening now you can you can talk to me
2: right so um yeah so six years in the district mm-hmm. and five years attached to the youth club mm-hmm. um when i came i actually revamped the youth club because it went mm-hmm. was dormant for a while mm-hmm. and i Well, being in the district and persons would come and ask, you know, what about the Police Club? What about the Police Club? You know, and um, it was by a sergeant, Sergeant Edwards at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't form the Police Club and he said, well, Kelly, you know, I say, well, no problem. I take up the challenge. I love working with the youths. I Mm -hmm. love working with the community. Mm -hmm. So I took the ball and started running. At that time, I didn't know much because my field was basically operation. And clerical at mm-hmm. the time so i didn't know much about community but i know i love the community I'm in the community mm-hmm. and i love youths i have a passion for youth. so so let me ask you i went
0: go ahead go ahead go ahead
2: mm-hmm. so I, I took up the mantle and I, I i i started with
0: i want to ask when you all are involved mm-hmm. um and this goes for uh alfred steph um small anyone can answer when you all get involved in these uh youth clubs and is this considered extra duties? Um, are you all exempted at that point in time from your regular duties? If it's, if it's based on patrol? Um, is it that you all get time off from station duties to, to deal with the youths? Are you all being paid for this? Wh- what is it? C- could you explain?
1: Well, for the, uh, let me answer. Um, for the regular officers, mm-hmm. I mean, some officers, we have them working um, full-time. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the community, police in realm, we also have liaison officers who assigned to like a clubhouse they have a clubhouse where they have um full-time activities mm-hmm. and at the, those um clubhouse where we have liaison, of, liaison officers that those are their full-time duties however we also have officers attached to other units and and branches mm-hmm. while you club leaders mm-hmm. and they do the, these activities they give given permission to do these activities but these activities are considered um, police duties also because you know our pillar community partnership speaks or strengthening community engagements and working together with the community and um, even for the part-time officers we you know they granted time off um but it's considered as official police duty when you engage in police club activities or engagements
0: very good very good i, I like i like what i'm hearing so suzette how has the experience been with you how were you able to infiltrate the toku community and really get the youths on board what type of activities you all have done on that side
2: Oh, we have a lot. Toko is a vibrant community, um, heavily involved in sports. We have a lot of talented young people in Toko. So, when, from time to year youth club, I did a recruitment and we were all. I have a strong netball team. Um, I'm now actually have a under 12. I have a under 21. And even the parents has joined in now. So they are mm-hmm. all our part. I have now have our senior team because they, they they love the sport of netball. So my netballers, we, we play, we travel, we play local games. We are in community um, events as well. We ha- Actually, we have an upcoming one, which is the Village Olympics starting on the 8th of July. So that's the community part of it. And we have. I have a football side. I have my football teams. Actually, I have a female under twenty-one. I have a under twelve, and I have that's me female under twenty-one.
3: Mm.
2: I have a boys under twelve. I have a under twenty-one male as well. And we also are in competition as well as community and local games. Then we are involved in community programs like the Best village program. Mm-hmm. We work alongside the Ministry of Sports and Community Development. Mm-hmm. So we are heavily involved in the community activities, the schools, because mm-hmm. most of my members, they are from the Toko Secondary School mm-hmm. and from the primary schools around the district.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I have personnel from members from all the way from Montevideo to Balandra. So I cater for the whole district and they, they keep coming i i can't i don't turn them away they keep coming they keep coming once they see activities they are there they say miss miss they call me miss kelly mm-hmm. miss kelly everywhere i go they say miss kelly every school i go to miss kelly miss kelly even the senior persons in the community calls me Miss Kelly.
0: well you know i want to join the, the police service and do a work like that because i don't <laughs> want to shoot nobody you know, I don't. But it should be behind me. I just, what well, I like this kind of thing. I like engaging with them, and, You know, showing a positive spirit to the youths. So the thing about it is, um, when you get there, right? What was the reception like in terms? Because they say people were coming to you and they, to the station, asking about the police youth club. Were these young people or were these um the parents in the area asking about this? Both. Both. Okay. The so Parents both. came. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the parents came up first and you know they were concerned they were like you know because it was dormant for so long mm-hmm. they'd be like i hope they don't move you we want you know a police club leader we want to be, to form the police club because oh they want these children to be involved in something they don't want them just to be idle on the streets they really I, want to yeah. have them positively involved in something so so is, this is this, the now, uh-huh. so is this is this something they youth now they so is this something eight to
0: four is this an eight to four something that you know you come to work for 8 in the morning and 4 o'clock in the afternoon, the club close, you close the door. How was the youth club running? What was the hours like?
2: Uh, well, for me, because I work 8 to 4, which is the regular clerical, yeah. I have activities after. And, well, they have school. So we have activities all the way from, we have Tuesday and Tuesday, that's netball. We have Wednesday and Saturday's football. Mm-hmm. And uh, Friday, we have other little um activities anything else from a fundraiser to a board game to somebody coming to talk you name it it's basically the week is full (laughs) the only day i don't have an activity unless we are going on a field trip is a sunday
0: oh you all go on field trip as uh, well
2: yeah yeah we go on field trips as well
0: Mm. all right so i mean like i said crime in the area the youth's taking a positive likeness to this. Um, what about pushbacks? Have you gotten any, any youths in the area that decided what, what is all you're doing, all you're too you know, close for comfort, all you're all infiltrating, space? anything like that happening? Or is it all positive stories, you know, where the entire community is really behind you guys in doing this? And then that's one part of the question. The other part is what type of training would you have had? You talk about football and netball is it that the police service employing coaches to come in and train these these young ones what is happening there
2: uh on my side um most of the pushback i would get is from the adults really mm-hmm. sad to see um there will be but majority of the community it. but there you know there are always those that find I am not originally from Toko.
0: Okay, okay.
2: And Toko is quite a close-knit community. Mm-hmm. So I'm this person that coming from outside mm. with new ideas. And, you know, so you'll have those who say, uh-uh, nah, that kind of thing you know but i don't let that deter me i don't even see or that negativity is a no no we keep i just keep going and the parents that do support me i thank them the community members that support me Mm. i thank them and we work together for one common goal Mm. the ttps is there and so we are working for the community we are working for the parents we are working for the children Mm. everyone is a part of it and we just go for the betterment of the youth. Um so
0: that's 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 one part that's where I go. All right. and, one. Okay, and yeah. in terms of the coaches and the training, um the teaching the coaches, of the sports and that kind of thing. How right. how is that being dealt with?
2: Well, for my side I utilize, as I said, the community. Mm. So I go to the members in the community who have skills, who have talent, even the teachers, right? So my coaches is from the school is a physical for the footballers is a physical um, education teacher miss toby she mr bias is her name we call her miss toby mr bias is her name so we use her she is our one of our football coaches. she coaches the under 12 team and then i have a parent i she coaches the girls and the under 21s so they are from and they also live in the community So they are community Mm. members, they are teachers, they are part of the community as well. And they want to see better for the youth as well. For the netball, I have, she is also from the community. And mind you, they do these things free of charge. I wish Ah. I could have money to pay them, but they do it because they love the youth and they want to see better for the youth. So they do it free of charge. She is all the netball coaches also from the community, Miss Ingrid Johns.
0: So they and She these, has
2: been with us from the start.
0: And these competitions that they're entering, uh, is it within the uh, community-based area or, or are you all touring different villages and communities in Trinidad competing against other...
2: Different villages. We Anywhere we could get in a competition, um, get in a game, more practice, they could see the, the, the world, they can see different communities and meet different youths, get different ideas. We go. Our, we do have a job because it's financial.
0: Well, I was going to that ask you that. Has yeah.
2: Been, yeah, that has been a big issue for us um, in regards to getting them there. But we try our best to ensure that, you know, we push still. We so still when push wherever we could reach, we go.
0: So when it comes to finances and stuff like that, right, Like, let's say you need to get a bus because it's, it's, the, it's the coach, the students, everybody who had to go. Um, how is it that the corporate community out there in Toko, are they very active with this, this initiative? Are you all able to interact with the ministry at all for some kind of financial relief to assist you with this program? Because, I mean, this is something good. This is keep giving the youths an... Uh, I mean, Kishon Walker came from there, and that 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 is something to strive towards, the Olympics, So whatever they can do. Some of them can make the national team, or whatever, and travel. Um, the thing about it is... You say lack of funding. So how do you all fund yourselves, you know, to get some kind of money in there to assist with equipment, balls, whatever it is, maintenance of the field, um, even the, the, the netball courts. How do you all do these things?
2: But most of our funding comes from fundraisers. Mm-hmm. We host different fundraisers. And separate from that, we get, um donations from community members those who buy into the idea as well Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we get we'll get some donations from community members but most of our funding comes from um
0: fundraisers
2: different fundraisers we'll have breakfast morning we'll have a barbecue um now, we we having going to have a a fundraiser a bus ride we're going from coast to coast on the first of july mm -hmm. we have a bus ride plan for taking them to from toko to Clifton hill beach okay so that's a fundraiser that so go towards the netballers right
0: now for me so i i don't we know.
2: Have different fundraisers.
0: i knock in your spirit on that I, I i don't know how a barbecue does really work to help people I'll, I'll tell you why i say that i say that because when you look at the work entails and the inventory that needs to be had sometimes the profit's small because unless it's being donated to you so you're a barbecue fundraiser, and. The chicken depot, you some chicken. The supermarket, give you some rice. This that, you're, you're able to get stuff.
2: That's what, yeah. That's what usually happens. Good,
0: good. The, good. the
2: community will donate the rice. The, you know, we go to the community members, some of the parents, and we have great cooks. So we don't have to pay anybody to cook. So community, the cooks, mm-hmm, they on point.
0: Well, I'll so take with it with fit on the Saturdays. The
2: <laughs> yeah, don't have a problem there. If you guys are getting the cook. So you just mm. give the materials for them and they're yeah. executing so usually that's the case so the breakfast morning is a good hit right because you cater for we came out the other um for carnival friday we had our first breakfast morning and it was uh phenomenal out.
0: well yeah. Be, yeah they,
2: they, they actually begging for us to have another one
0: well you all pick a very good time to drop the breakfast morning uh, carnival friday People still yeah. party and thing, who are a little, <laughs> little, little, little band playing, little, little pannier. You pick a good Friday, man. You pick a good Friday and get them wrong. We come out and we buy it our was breakfast. A
2: lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work for me because I did that and then had to jump into carnival duties.
0: I would imagine. So, I yeah. would imagine. I would imagine. All right. Thanks very much, Suzette. I'll come back to you in a little bit. Let me step over to Stefan okay. Alfred. What's up, bro? I'm good. That's all
3: right.
0: Thanks for the
2: invite.
0: Mm. All right, so you in Matlat. Yes, I don't know how far Matlat is from um, Toku. Yeah, about 70 miles. 17 or 70. 17. Oh, one seven. All right, well, let's say you are the liaison officer attached to the community orienting policing section. First of all, yes. explain what a, what that is to my listening public. All right, so
3: are we hopping a bit, touching on some of what? Kelly said and Mr. Small with mm-hmm. so Relative to one of the questions, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, I was attached to the Matlock Police Station, and then I was appointed community liaison officer, which I was transferred to the team. So, as the community liaison officer, my responsibility now is doing the youth club full-time, running my youth club full-time, and also doing school visits and working within the community directly. So, like, where Ms. Kelly is attached to me, Tokyo police station and she asked uh do her duties at Coco And still who do club beauty. I am more or less the liaison, so I'm actually doing Club duties and visiting the schools and working the community.
0: So you come out to work and your you report uh Matlod Police Station, how does
3: it work for you as a liaison? Well, actually presently I, I am fortunate to have my clubhouse, which we were have obtained in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. So, let me give you a bit of history.
0: All right.
3: Uh, I started running youth Club in
0: 2005
3: in Uh Toku. I was attached to the Toku Police Club from 2005 to 2010. And I was transferred from there to Port of So, the U Club went to Oman for a while. I came back to Toku for a year and then went to Tangirandi. So, that is a challenge that youth Club officers have when you're not working within the district that you are, you're not able to do as much as you like to. Because you are expected to perform your normal duties as a police officer and still function as youth club leader, which tends to be a challenge to the people who are not as fortunate as being leaders. Having toiling for a while in twenty nineteen, the we, um well I came to Matlock in twenty fifteen. Started running the Matlock Youth Club in twenty fifteen. Twenty seventeen we would have occupied a building. We wrote to the um Cooperative Society started spotting. wrote to the Cooperative Society our permission to continue spotting. It was an old cooperative building, they gave us the permission. And through the police service, we were able to get the building renovated. And it was appointed as the Matlock Police Club House. So at that time, in 2019, I was then appointed as the Community Liaison Officer. So they that to the questionnaire, get up in the morning, report the building, and I visit the schools from Matlat to Matura. There's like 16 schools. So, on any given day, I would be in one of these schools. I'm well known to the principals and the students in, in Nigeria school. If there's an issue, a uh, bullying issue, a uh, challenge, some issue for suspension, something or the other, principal would contact me. If it has a parent conference that needs to be held, would the school and have a conference with the parents, the students, and the people. So I could be in Kuko today, sometime alright. I might get a call from Matura, whether I the Matura secondary, I would leave and I would proceed to Matura tomorrow. I would deal with the issue at the school there. I'll later the station in the district also. So at the end of the day they would be aware what it is to. Um if for some reason the child has to have a conference with the parents and the teacher, I would sit in and try to mediate and make sure everything goes smoothly.
0: Alright, so tell me about your experience in Matlot with uh, the type of activities you have on your end and, you know, how you were able to have some kind of positive impact on the youths. Right,
3: well, in the Matlot community, we have been doing several, well, also involved in sports. Uh, on the coast, we have a lot of athletes. Uh, we do have a strong football team, or netball team, as Miss Kelly. And my youth club is uh, a little smaller, Uh one of the major challenges is transportation because well, I am in charge of Matlatan and Granier, which is like seven miles between between us. So, transportation is a issue. So, to get the Granier children and the in the same place, uh, we do have active transportation running in the Matlot area. So, it's a challenge. Sometimes we have to hop transportation or put the as best as it could go travel the back of our van and stuff like that which try to avoid. However, um, we are involved in community, well, environmental work. Presently at the Matlot School, the Matlot Recreation Room, we are in charge of, the, of our area there next to the river where we are going to develop. Um, we have done different community work, well, community projects in the area with, with regards to the school, we partner with the secondary school and the primary school. In our area, we have two primary schools and a secondary school and a preschool. So we work in tandem with them, so we would do some work within the preschool. We had a already recently. We have uh, our second annual emancipation extravaganza coming up. We had a, uh, we posted it last year. We're going to be doing it for the second time. That was geared toward educating persons about uh, African culture and stuff like that. The gist of it, how it was born but um we would we would select an african tribe and throw Mm -hmm. it out to the community groups and also other youth clubs we had three youth clubs participating Mm -hmm. coming all the way to matter and participating last year so we chose the last year we had it open where you select a tribe and you do some research on that tribe and on the day you come and portray the tribe on the day there will be tribal parade, there will be king and queen competition, and the cooking competition. Unfortunately, with regards to the weather, we didn't have the cooking competition last year, but we are hoping to have a better turnout this year. So far, we have like four new clubs that would have fled here at 10 months. So far, as, much, as well as the Santa Village and also a group in the market area.
0: Mm. We're
3: hoping for a bigger turnout. Mm. We, we have engaged in the competition in Toko. to has a ticket league. So for the first time the Matlock U-Club would be taken part in that league. Yeah, sounds good. While I was in Toko, we, um, we would have taken part in the league from the Toko club level. Mm. Presently, I'm playing against some of my members that would have been in the Toko U-Club when we started. Who we are seasoned players playing all over the community and country at this present point in time. Mm. So they've given me ones that started on this occasion showing them well here what these gentlemen that these gentlemen that we train against at this present point in time and the skills that they are at they started the same way that we started today. We are in the Toco League, we are thinking about taking part in the Muscular League which is going to be starting soon. After we have knockout game this Saturday coming, mm. the 15 team and the senior team. So we have two teams taking part in the cricket competition. Wow. In a liaison office, I was also able to, um, well, a little more free, free time, and not, not the aspect of free time, but a little more league So I was able to uh, do um, the boxing coaching course. It was offered by the PTDS in collaboration with PTDA. So I'm presently a level one boxing coach, which I would have also been doing that within youth club. The Zonalsi um, likes to football. So we are one or two members that also engage in that. Mm. As Ms. Kelly would have been would have um said, this within the community that has the skill set, we more or less look for them to actually do work within the team, with the team. And as she would have mentioned with regards to the teachers, a lot of the teachers in the matter secondary, especially some in the in the primary also, but a lot of them in the math secondary work very closely with us. So, some of the challenges... Because
0: um, I know they've they had some challenges.
3: Uh, uh, the stance would be a challenge because, as well, I get present before, another gentleman that used to transport the children first, but he passed away. There's
1: another
3: man that would work in the area. He also passed away. So, presently, we we have like one mask in the area. Mm. That would leave Matlot around 7 in the morning. And when he goes out, he would come back in uh, maybe like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Experience. So persons depend on persons with private vehicles, the police officers in the area. The police vehicles would normally carry persons out. So we have some challenges with regards to that. Finance is also another challenge. So as we would have to do our fundraisers in order to have projects. Um, persons within the community, business people within the community are, are very helpful, especially when you are having fun reasons, they would donate to you. So like mm-hmm. you mentioned, with regards to the Bible, that person would donate a case of chicken. You we went to play cricket, that person would donate a case of water. We would have and and I had dinners, people would donate towards the dinners and stuff like that. Once we used having an activity, we would support. So we have any support from people within the community. We have some challenges with some of the other persons. But, as Ms. Kelly would have said before, let's have to push through and keep working at it. Um, we had it building in 2017. About uh, last month, we would mm. have received a grant from Jeff UNDP, which we have solar the building at present. So from 2017 to now, for the past three years, we were toiling and we have feed-off where we presently have solar energy at the building at present. We don't even have to pay our bill at present. We have solar, solar energy at the building. We supposed to be obtaining our solar phonic systems soon. It was also a part of the grant that we got from there. Mm. Within my time in the club, I have members, while in Tukwa also in master who are presently in the protective services, which would have gone to the fire service, which is in the Army have a young lady who is presently working at Toku who was a member of the Ustub I was in Toku. So, I mean, these are the other things that keep you pushing forward. Mm. The young persons look towards you for, for some kind of guidance and once you keep working with them and showing them your love, you tend to push through and make it in So you don't
0: really get, you know, you no know, um I mean, Matlot is relatively a close-knit community like Toku, quiet, you and know,
3: a lot of the concerns in mathlet related so everybody oh. knows everybody in <laughs> Oh, yeah. so it has various families so it might have the salveries it has the gods it has the so it has a, a group from groups of persons and the groups of persons more or less related so matlot is very is a lot more closely than people hmm so you don't really have as much serious times in the area mm that is a that is a good thing as well on the I side you to get major friends which is good which is it good it shows eh? that some what we're doing it shows some
0: what we doing is working. well I I, I mean I, I can say that as well and I wouldn't I wouldn't short step on that either uh, with Sergeant Small in the enterprise area or that what he's doing or working I think I think the culture I think people I think it's a culture shock person's experience from the city life to the country life and I say that with no qualms i i think when you go up in those areas you get a different breed of love you know persons are very yeah. inviting even if it's yeah. to give you some mangoes some fruits
3: you know yeah what do you do you hardly come into the country and go out empty-handed that's the point that's the point you know when you reach down talk, talking about even from balanja coming mm,
0: up here. you know if you come out the car and you sit down there somebody will take you can drink a two beer it's it easy to be friends with them you know, and, and, and foster a relationship out there. So I know I didn't think it would have been that difficult. You know, I, I have spoken with other officers in various in other areas, even where parents now I know Suzette didn't have that challenge with, with, with parents in her area per se. What she did say though is that the some adults push back a little bit which you find was a bit surprising but for the better part of things the parents were very easygoing they were lobbying for the youth club along with the youths in the area and it's a similar question opposing to you did you have because we spoke to someone i think from the diego martin area if memory serves me correct and parents was pushed not diego martin sorry saint joseph and parents was pushing back in other words you know they didn't want the, the, their children the young ones associating too much with police, be, the police in the area, for want um, to be branded as a snitch. So...
3: I have, I have some of those, I had some of those challenges. Um, you would get the persons that would be pushing back are cases where you have members, well, children want to be in the youth club mm-hmm. and parents not really allowing them to be. Um, some of them, well, they're just working, some of them after a while seeing that, all right, the way things go in, some mm. of them come around. i still waiting for some to come around. However, you don't let that deteriorate because um at the end of the day, once they get to understand what you're about, I think some of the challenges some of them have is especially, mm. and Miss Kelly might have experienced that in Tupu, and I experienced that here because I'm originally from Tupu. Okay, okay. Go and, go.
0: Mm. and when
3: you come to Matplot and bring some, some of your ideas and what have you, some mm. of them... They have the opinion that you're coming to take away, like you're not from me. And you come in to, to take away from them, in a sense. So you just keep working with them and just keep showing them away. I'm not trying to take away, I'm trying to do some development, that am trying to enhance. Mm. And I'm willing to work along with you. Some persons come around faster than some. Mm. But... I uh, have, with regards to doing the networking with the school, mm-hmm. some of the teachers see me need and they are also pushing the flag of the youth club forward. And some of the parents are now coming around a little more. So, let me say a year ago,
0: mm-hmm.
3: some of the persons who were, who were pushing back, one or two of them stopped pushing. We still have some of them, you know, anyway they go, it will have the mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I would imagine, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, but just keep looking at it. Because even when the children start when when things get past a certain point, mm. you still find you know. When the children get into problems at school and the the way that well the police service is going with our with us on officers, we're trying to deal with the issue and avoid them having to move before police the foot. So it's not that we are going to be sweeping offensive under the rug. But something might happen and you can have an intervention without they having to go to the station without they having to be arrested so you meet with them you try to explain that to give you a perfect example there was a a young man there was a training exercise in the area Mm -hmm. and a young man found a a Mm essential and he walked into the school compound with it i was holding automatically as the liaison officer into the school Met with the, well, called in the parents. As I got to the school, he called in the parents. We had sit down with them, explained to them that having a special in his possession is an offense. And even showed show them how far it could have gone to. Called in at that point, he called in the Matlot police. Mm. Matlot police came in and they would have contacted the defense force, which they would have immediately sent their representative up to Matlot to retrieve his said wrong
0: was it a live? Um, was it a live? Wrong. No, oh, it was a spent shell. So, if it was a spent, sh- help me for the benefit of those who don't know. If it was a spent shell, why?
3: A spent shell is still is still considered ammunition. A spent shell. is still considered ammunition. Wow.
0: But what oh, damage could a spent yeah, shell he, do to a human? Was in of so what what damage can a spent shell do to a human? Shell.
1: What happened davy um the, the laws are be in terms of the firearms act 1601 uh-huh.
0: the
1: outline um what an ammunition is what a firearm is what some of the competent components of a firearm is and once you're in possession of any of those things you'll be committing an offense in terms of the firearms however in terms of the scenario that um professor alfred described, mm. you know he uses this and you realize he, the young found it and you probably didn't know much about it but i okay. mean he, handed it over to the police and the police was able to contact yeah, the defense force yeah. oh, yeah. who retrieved it so um it wasn't a scenario where they take it and they keep it and the police find you and they search it and they find it you know you found something and that's what people need to do even when it is a fine property you have a responsibility to um hand it over to the police who would definitely have to make official entries and log it in the different registers and so on so if and, you, um, you know we have protocols too so if but you in terms of ammunition uh-huh. it's illegal to be in possession of ammunition so once anybody find anything looking or resembling firearm ammunition yeah. i would suggest don't even pick it up and touch it contact the police and let the police be the ones to retrieve it because i don't know if that was involved in some crime and then you may be contaminating you know, crime scene terms of evidence yeah. or your fingerprint yeah. end up on it and, and yeah exactly. anything so, yeah. yeah as we said
3: would have said so with the explanation that i gave so is a part of what we're doing as leaders and community officers working in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, community they are they are and fast as the sergeant would have explained he was in possession of ammunition which is an offense according to the the, act act, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. however in that with regard to the scenario we were able to have an intervention with the parents and quickly i was able to lecture and educate the person that were there so i was holding after to uh, do a lecture that, that he said to mm-hmm. to explain to them the seriousness the of the offense and how it could have gone to and where could have ended up.
0: Oh, but so rather than okay, 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 okay. okay, instead of
3: having him go before the court
0: and be prosecuted for because something
3: aware of, of his, and still, it wasn't just left under the rock because I still had to follow the protocol, contact the police, let them be aware, they would have come maybe relevant entries maybe relevant notes however they would have indicated in there when they would have taken back that that uh parents uh parents and such and such and such and such and then the relevant authorities were contacted they were able to come and receive it so these are some of the things as community officers that we do with any community
0: well i want to applaud you eh? because i mean it could have get it could be a real daughter scene there where he, he faced charges for and being in possession and going before the court, and, before and, the court. Putter, and, and i mean that i mean he found it because personally if i i mean i know if you're fine if you see a live wrong and you're in possession of a live wrong that is but i i never knew i couldn't think in my wildest dreams that a spent shell casing empty is considered mm-hmm. ammunition according to the firearm users act i i did not know that so i because am happy even,
3: that even you see some persons with defendants that looks like bullets and stuff mm. all these are things that are spoken of in here
0: mm. uh, so if you have something looking like you can be
3: brought no, before the courts you, when, when it's when it's tested then you would know oh only well when it's tested
0: and realize it's not uh alive wrong and then okay you can't charm me for alive wrong if i do have it if i have something looking like it and it's not that you can't you can't charge me like having a toy gun you charge me for arms but is that toy you gonna have so
1: i understand but, but, but David, you know something tell me if a man have a toy gun and he woke up to you and he pointed at you and it looked like a real firearm and you became fearful and you hand over all your belongings based on you thinking it's a real firearm whether it's a toy gun or not you could be charged for the offence. but of a course robbery that, is robbery. that is robbery oh. that is robbery of course i totally agree with that and that so that even, is fact. even if it's a toy gun and you may not be able to uh, you know it all depends on you know what it is you do if it is you just have it in your possession but if it is you have it in your possession to commit a crime
0: right yeah but um it's like a knife a knife is not a, a, it's not against the law knife, you're cutting well, I mean, chicken in, but you if in you in use the knife about, to stab somebody or lock somebody neck then you committed a crime it's, it's now turned into a weapon so i understand
1: no but being, being in possession of a knife is, is, is it, it, it could be considered
0: to
1: being in possession of a weapon
0: so if you have a pocket knife or a pen knife that could be g- considered a weapon
1: i will ask you the, the question i see you with a knife <laughs> you're walking down somewhere on the main and you for spin and mm. you have a knife in your way so in your pocket however well no no i said where are you we, we, we're doing with that no, no. we had this knife now bro. brother
0: what point taken point taken i tell you if you ask me I, officer, i was going to peel some bombsy today I'm today. Well, I go in fate. You wanna go? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you gave me a lock-up for that, DV. You gave me a lock-up for what? For having a small knife in my pocket. I tell I go and peel bombs today. I taken that. <laughs> I taken my wrongful arrest because I yeah. Sir, <laughs> so, it's not it's not tree you know. I have a pen knife in my pocket or one of those little those little two dollars oh. knife that you just buy. I love to use that. I, right I now mean, I have one I of that mean, in my vehicle. I
3: would I would say full wrongful arrest because it depends on what you're in charge for. In charge of in possession of. Of a small
0: knife that I tell you I'm gonna peel Pumsy there. The Pumsy Day can be home, i go, going yeah. home. i go going peel my Pumsy Day home, come up the road.
1: And switch blades and all them things.
0: Now, well, I understand. If
1: you're
0: walking around you're, you're walking with switch blades, I, I, know, I know about those things, you know, but it's good to edify, edify the public on these things because I'm glad that Alfred was able to make mention because it's always a draconian approach with police. So to hear this soft touch where you know, but what I was curious about Alfred is when you're calling your colleagues to come and retrieve this pen shell from this youngster, and you had to tell them where you got it and all of that. What were their their take? Is it that they wanted to arrest the young man put him before the? What was their position when you were able to, as you mediated between both?
3: Well, although I would have contacted them, long and short is I'm still a police officer at the end of the day. Right. So the offence would have been detected by me. Good. Any charges that had to be put at that time, most likely would have been done
0: by. But it had to be done by you. Uh, okay. Yeah, so okay. I'm a officer, I'm
3: not, I'm you're still no. You're still a police. a
0: police. Officer. You're still a police. I understand that. And yes. That was made so very clear. It's mm-hmm. still
3: my responsibility to deal with the offense
0: All right. Well said. Well said. And I want that to be very clear to all listening, despite the fact that these uh, Suzette. Um, Alfred and many others that would have graced this program in police on you on a Thursday. Don't look at them as soft police. Them as bat police, man. I mean, no, 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 no. They lock you up same way, charge you same way, go before the court, give evidence, same way, pay away. Normal, normal. They are police officers. You well, we
3: have, have that challenge also. People see you as because you approach, you're taking the community approach, the soft approach, they are thinking, you well, know, you can get away with things. Well... that what we are trying to do is...
0: Prevent, yeah. At the end of the day,
3: who gives who give issues? How there's, there's issue. there is an underlying, there is a underlying, man. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. are now trying to take the time to get to the bottom of what the issue is. Mm-hmm. So we we doing a little a little more than the average police. We, so we have mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. time where we have to do some counseling. That time where we have to do some mediation. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I appreciate that, guys. Guys, we all the time. Um, We've been chatting for almost an hour now, and it's so much information between Suzette and you, Mr. uh, Officer Alfred and and Sergeant Small. I'm greatly, greatly uh, appreciated of this. You know, happy to know that persons out there, you find anything on the ground resembling ammunition, do not touch it. Contact the police, some patrol officer, let them come and pick it up themselves. You saw it, better you see it. Leave it there, go your way, if you want. Leave it right there. Don't interfere. For me, if it's a shell me, cool consumer. if I see a live rung on the ground, I look in the corner because somebody could see that pick it up and that could kill somebody. I ain't think this shell could harm me anymore. But the, the, the live one, i sure I might pick up my phone. I might take more time to call you and, you know, hey, come, come. Look, i seen some wrongs some on the ground here. I don't know, there's person walking up the street and I notice it in the drain. I might quicker call on that one. That's just me. But it's good to call for everything. So, guys, as we all the time, um, I want to say much love and thanks, uh, Sergeant... JC Small for continuing to be a part of my co host on Thursdays. And Suzette and Stefan, thank you very much for being a part of Police and You. I wish you guys all the best.
1: Thanks a lot, my brother. Blessed evening, everybody. Thank you
2: for having having me.
0: All right, take care, guys. All right, bye bye. And that is it for Police and You this afternoon here on Freedom 106.5 FM. My name is Davey Murray, and it's a wrap for me on The Overdrive. Remember, they say love at first sight is often cured by a second look. Once you fall in love with me, you will never, ever, ever have to look again. (laughs)
3: Hawk Hawk, Hawk, is streaming at freedom106.5.com.